When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Trees are very funky places. They, <laughs> they can sometimes plants can be in your house and sometimes they're in the jungle and sometimes they'll gobble you up, motherfucker. Today on Sexy Beasts, <laughs> man eating trees. Take it away, boys. Oh, you got that sexy beast. You're just so sexy. Are you a Loch Ness monster? Oh, are you Bigfoot, cryptid, supernatural vampires, banshees, Tony and Jago, oops, there's a Wendigo. Hey, 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 come on after me. Who the fuck said you could laugh at me, smack with me? With a Bigfoot dick you could slap with me? Blasphemy. You could uh, come at me with a Bigfoot dick and Loch Ness Monster pussy? Hey, baby, sexy beast. Hello there and welcome to Sexy Beast, your foray into the bush of the, uh, the unexplained. Uh, like the wild bush. Wild bush. Uh, we, <laughs> each podcast, will be devoted to a specific creature, cryptid, or monster. We discuss its history, its merits, and using our FEC FEC analysis rating, we review the beast against other creatures in the Premier Crypt, and it's fucking heating up there on the top, I have to say. Um, so consider us the audio versions of Cryptid Top Trumps, and be sure to listen all the way to the end, because we're going to be closing out the show with our Freak Encounters, where we take your submitted stories where you've encountered a mysterious being, a joint, la, 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 a lot of the recent ones have not been ghosts. In fact, yeah. oh, go on. I'm enjoying that though because ghosts are cool and all, but we've had some wolf people, we've had some demons, um, and I actually think the one coming up uh, is not going to be one of those. Uh, so uh, I am Tony Cantwell. Um, oh, I didn't give myself a new interesting name. Um, uh, bachelor's baked beans, uh, stickiest bachelor of the year, Tony Cantwell, <laughs> um, uh, and I'm Mark Jago. There we are, and we're introduced. Mark Jago, um, I've heard of mandem smoking that plant, but man-eating plant? Am I hearing things? Yeah, you are, and you're also peaking so hard <laughs> right now. Sorry. Yeah, so uh, man-eating plant. Now, this is... More like tweaking for that ganja. Yeah, he loves the the 420s, he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, the H2 420s. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man-eating trees, that's what we're talking about today. Um, now, this actually is... A lot of different ones under mm-hmm. a canopy. Oh. Oh. I didn't actually mean to do that. Like a forest canopy. Yeah. Oh, mm. nice. Puns. I love them. Um, yeah, under a canopy. of. So there's going to be a couple of them added in. But we're probably going to concentrate on the uh, the man-eating tree of Madagascar. Oh, my goodness. The name alone makes me turgid. Right. So um... This is the fucking weirdest song ever. So you're at a party. Yeah. And I say, Yeah. Hey, chick, have you heard about the man-eating trees of Madagascar? What? Please don't leave. Leaf. What? Please don't leave. Please don't talk back to me when I'm trying to explain this to you, okay? (laughs) And I say, well, the man-eating tree of Madagascar... Hey, I'm stumped. Hey, I'm stumped. 
Hey, let's get to the root of this problem. <laughs> and the rest. I'd like uh, to branch out and meet other people. Oh. Um, now listen to what I'm saying. So, it's, <laughs> it's a tree. I love puns. <laughs> I love puns. It's... <laughs> it's a man-eating tree that lives in Madagascar. Obviously, his name dictates. Yeah. It has thick uh, vines, like constantly moving uh, pythons. Uh, it moves from a force unseen, like a slight wind. Ooh. Um, if a person comes close to it, it wraps with the speed of a tiger, <gasps> pulls it in, and crushes them. But <laughs> I'm kind of all the sound effects as well. Yeah. So, as we said, it's. A very scary tree. That's basically the gist of it. Well, you've won me over, Mark Jago. No, at this point, I think she'd be leaving. Making like a tree? And splitting. Mm -hmm. Like a banana split. Uh, sometimes when I, you know, perform uh, my comedy, I, I, I say, look, you're a, your sides are making like trees right now. Oh, okay. Anyway, splitting. back to the purpose that I say we're that, here. And then they laugh. <laughs> Jesus Christ Back to the purpose here We're talking about The man-eating tree In Madagascar I I Look I hadn't heard of this before But I feel like I, I might have seen this somehow I feel yeah, like I was I, familiar With the idea of a tree Maybe Evil Dead Where she gets right by the tree Yeah It's just like There's always some sort of Tree creature That it's in Like the, vines Yeah It's always so, something like that It's a thing So I when I, you were like Oh the man-eating tree I was like Yeah I've definitely seen this somewhere I've seen mm. it in a movie Or something like that Um what I brought back, me back to was Jumanji, you know, the the plant that shoot the the spines into the neck yeah. of the monkey boy, mm -hmm. um, and made him like paralyzed from that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But when I'm reading into it, there's a couple of sort of trees during um, in a lot of different cultures and a lot of different uh, places. Like there's there's a tree that's sort of a man eating in China. There's one in J Japan. Uh, there's one in South America. There's one in Africa. There's one all over the place. The only place that doesn't seem to have a manning tree is European countries. Oh. Um, why is that, though? Why do you think that is? Um, I suppose we're just a bit too hardened, a bit too tough. Yeah, because we we grew up around trees all the time. Yeah. You know? We're, we're kind of one with them. I think we're like the we're the, the, the forest folk, aren't we? We're the forest uh, wood elves. Wood elves, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I sometimes consider myself a man-eating tree uh, whenever I'm eating broccoli. What? So L wait, little, he, little trees. But you're the oh man eating tree. Oh no, that was really bad, Tony. No, no, it's really that? good. We cut that, Alan. Alan, you're not cutting that. <laughs> that's one of my best gags. That's that's one of them that has people people's sides making like a tree and rolling in the aisles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot of variations of this man eating tree. Well, the one some are just buckets of poison. So, yeah, literally that's what it is. <laughs> some are just. Big old holes of poison that people fall into. Mm -hmm. um, there's another one in uh, Japan, which if you die near the tree, I knew it. As soon as you said tree, I'm going to put H and everything. Mm -hmm. uh, if you die near them, treath. In treath, there's a, your face becomes fruit that grows from the tree. <gasps> Are you talking about the juboko? Um, I think so, yeah. I don't have an exact name for it. Yeah. But the man-eating tree is, as I said, there's a lot of cultures and I got really interested in it and I sort of went down into a bit of a click hole and end up watching like some dodgy, dodgy YouTube videos mm. of, oh, hey, here's a man-eating tree. And it's got some guy shaking a fern. I saw that as well. I saw another one where it's all like, oh, my God, frog devoured by tree. And it was just a frog in a little plant. Um, but this, I have a big evidence bit here. 
of like examples of trees mm. from all over the world. So that'll probably be the big biggest chunk. But Mark Jaco, should we kick it off with a bit of fighting? Yeah, hit me with your rhythm stick. Nope. Yeah, fucking nope. Bottom of the barrel. You're a tree. Yeah. You are a tree. You do not belong in the theater of screams. Uh, Maybe from some nice uh, foliage around the corner, some nice uh, flora and fauna. Yeah, but like, yeah, maybe maybe carve you out, turn you into spears, brother, because you are, brother, because you are not a very good tree. uh, fighter. I mean, you have to be rooted. So you, even if if to get you there, you would die. Yeah, you're a tree. The one big letdown of this whole thing is the fact that it needs to be stationary and rooted. has to be stationary. Would have to you would have to build. You'd have to be like, oh, in a couple of years, you're going to fight this man-eating tree in the in the you know theater screams. Yeah, but make sure you water it enough, otherwise it'll die of dehydration. Well, like let, let let's talk about some of the. I mean, there are. There are incredibly poisonous trees in there, real life. There, in yeah. real life, mm. there are trees that we know that exist that, if you sit stand underneath them during rain, the 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 rain having touched the sap will become corrosive to your skin and mm. burn and boil. And if it gets in your eye, you're blinded permanently. And there's trees that are around. You know, there's poisonous fruit. There's you know trees that you make poison darts from. You know, so so there's a possibility of a tree. There's also like bamboo, which. If you grow it underneath you and you cannot move, it, it will, will pierce you. It will grow through you, yeah. You know? That was torture back in, like, Viet Cong days. I think so, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's one of the more urban salacious ones. Yeah. 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 So like that. By but, the way, I have to say, play the Far Cry, because uh, you do some video game fans, play that fucking Vietnam Far Cry game, and it's dog shit. Steer clear away. Really? Yeah. What and about this is someone Mar- who got a promotional copy to review. The Mars one. I haven't, really played, I, haven't, I haven't played it yet. Apparently that's very good. Okay, I'll give it a lash. Next one's zombies. But anyway, back to this uh, subject at hand. Yep. Yeah, so Madagascar tree apparently has uh, razor-sharp whips that can crush a body in seconds. The only thing is you have to be within its range. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It sort of loses a lot of its potency when it's sort of the guy holding the little guy throwing punches head. You know that one? The, yeah. That old yeah. trope. And well, can I read a bit about the description of the Madagascar tree. Yeah, hit me. Okay. Um, we have it here. Um, so we're kind of going to evidence here, but evidence is quite thick to two C's. So um, so basically this is apparently um, the biologist, in 1874 biologist, Dr. Omelius Fredlowski gets a letter from explorer Carl Litch, hmm. uh, and he talks about the Makoto tribe. The Makoto tribe allegedly brought him into the middle of the jungle to a big strange tree. He says that it resembled an eight-foot pineapple uh, with six almost transparent tentacles coming from the top, six feet long, moving like the tentacles uh, of an animal, Uh, 12-foot leaves that uh, tapered at a sharp point and covered with covered thorny hooks. The plant also apparently emitted a sweet, seductive smell that made Lich say, to quote, uh, that made Lich want to, to quote, fuck the plant. That's not the quote. Verbatim. Yeah. Uh, no, what he said was what happened is basically they um, they brought a woman. They brought a woman to the plant. Mm. And the slender, this is the, the quote, the slender, delicate palpy with the fury of starved serp- serpents quivered a moment over her head. That's so fucking sexual. Unnecessarily sexual. Then as if 
instinct with demonic intelligence fastened upon her in sudden coils round and round her neck and arms, and while her awful screams and yet more awful laughter rose wildly to be instantly strangled down again into a gurgling moan, the tendrils one after another like great green serpents with brutal energy and infernal rapidity rose, retracted themselves and wrapped around uh, wrapped around it fold after fold, ever tightening with cruel swiftness and savage tenacity of anacondas fastening upon their prey. That's fucking, that's some lad writing this, getting a mad boner, mm. getting a mad green boner. Mad green boner. But apparently she she climbed up to the top of the plant and took a little sup from the little pool of nectar yeah. at the top and it filled her with kind of like this like fucking... Yeah, because LSD you, buzz. Yeah, I mentioned there that she was laughing during it as well. Mm. So if I was getting crushed, like when I was at that concert, you know the Ariana Grande concert. God. Which one with the with the suicide bomber? Oh Jesus Christ, no! Oh, so sorry, Taylor Swift. I was saying it's just weird crush. to bring up um, the Manchester bombings. All right, cut that out, Alan. Please, nope. cut, please cut that out. <laughs> nope. No, I was saying Taylor Swift it was like a crush just to get in the door. Uh, I hate being crushed. I hate being crushed. Did you go to Taylor Swift? Um, yeah. Why not? They were giving away free tickets to every single person in Dublin. Were they? Yeah, because they didn't sell out. The, they sold out the first night. The second night, didn't like ten tickets sold or something. Oh, I didn't get a ticket. That's a weird one. Anyway, it's a weird I'm, thing I'm to a say. celebrity. I didn't get a ticket. I, I kept me out of here. Um, yeah, it's finding not. It's a plant. It's a plant. If you walk around it, you're fine. Yeah. So the largest plant. Large. Large. <laughs> the largest plant that. Uh, that is carnivorous uh, is uh, called the Nephetius Raja and it's type of like it's one of those big looks like a big bell mm. um, and animals fall into it and that it has a lid like a toilet seat yeah a bit like that like a it's a weeping bell from Pokemon if you're mm-hmm. into, into that um, but even that can only eat small rats yeah. yeah and doesn't usually eat small rats it's only because they might fall in yeah and the rats actually feed off the nectar and actually preen it and it actually prefers if a rat shit in it because for some reason they can get more nutritional value out of rat shit and if it is kink shaming we talked about this yeah <laughs> don't kink shame so rats pooing in plants people like it um mark jago i gave this fucking plant <laughs> a fighting of two yeah, I got two. You wanted to fucking defer again, didn't you? Oh, if you didn't hear last week's episode, I have a new deferring theme. It's all about how Mark Jago once recently grabbed his cactus because he thought he was reaching for his phone, and I just find that so funny. Yeah, that's gas. Like, uh, everyone already thinks I'm an idiot because I keep putting H's in things. <laughs> no, that makes you smart. All right, <laughs> that makes you smart. Uh, okay, so fucking fighting it too. It's a dumb tree. Dumb, dumb, stupid tree. Uh, let's get break it off with a bit of. I could beat this tree up. I think I could beat a tree up. <laughs> I love Everyone thinks I'm dumb because I could beat a tree up. Fuck! I'm not coming off well today. If you had, what would you? Okay, what would be the minimum thing you would need to think you could take down a tree? Because uh, I couldn't. I couldn't. If, if you gave me an, a chainsaw, I, I know I couldn't take a tree down. I'm not even skilled with a chainsaw. Yeah, but like I don't know how to use a train chainsaw. Yeah, I give up. I get it's tired. Pre- it's pretty simple to cut a tree down with a chainsaw. You aim the fucking chained saw at the tree. Don't fucking describe to me what a chainsaw is. I know what a fucking chainsaw is. Yeah, I think I, I, I think I could uh, kill a tree with a trowel. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah, it'd take a while. How long? A couple of days. 
Yeah. Depends on how bored I get <laughs> midway through. I'd give up. I would give up. Like, I'd give up killing, torturing a human, if you could believe that. Um, evidence is where it gets a little bit interesting. But what is the evidence, sir? I'm just writing something down. That story I told you was completely fabricated. Yeah, it was completely made up. The uh, the tribe was made up. Yeah. The guy who wrote the story was made up. Mm-hmm. And Carlich. Madagascar doesn't actually exist. <laughs> Are you saying that David Trimmer was ne- never a giraffe? No. And the, the whole movie was made up. It's like Narnia and Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, but yeah, he he apparently never existed. It was a New York Times uh, story. Yeah, it was like a satire sort of a joke, satire jokey thing. It was yeah, it was a hoax. Having said that, hmm. have you heard of the McNeil tree? No, tell me more. Uh, the McNeil tree, not Irish. Um, it's spelled Machine Neil. Uh, is a member of the Spurge family, uh, the world's most dangerous tree. Uh, in the f- uh, Florida Everglades, the sap of its trunk exudes. Uh, uh, the the sap its trunk exudes is so poisonous and acidic that the merest contact with human skin can cause a breakout in blisters. Blindness can occur if it touches the human skin standing under it. I mentioned this earlier. Mm. Uh, and you're wetting by the raindrops. It contains any of the sap. Uh, it'll blister your skin. In addition, a single bite of its green apple-like fruit that looks identical to an apple causes blistering and severe pain can prove, prove fatal. Uh, and if one of these deadly trees is burned, the resulting smoke can cause blindness Jeez, in the other person's Jesus. eyes. Like, that's a real thing. So this is a tree that could kill you. So do you think that there could be, like, say, uh, let's extrapolate here. Let's go back to prehistoric times. Do you think there, could, do you think there is trees that could have, obviously not, Moved as fast as that. The only thing, the only tree that I've looked up to that has sort of like a movement function that is that quick mm. is a Venus flytrap. Because I used to have a Venus flytrap, and there wasn't enough flies in my uh, bedroom to keep it alive, so I fed it the dirt that it was in, and it died. <laughs> I fed it the dirt it was in. It's such like a, a serial killer like fetish thing. <laughs> I'm gonna feed you the dirt you're in. I um, I always thought I had this fantasy of like feeding it bacon. No, because um, so what ha- happened when you fed when flies actually did go into it? Surprisingly, a lot of flies uh, when it was summertime it got, but like it was wintertime. You shouldn't have a Venus flytrap in Ireland when you're uh, wintertime. And you actually, oh fuck, you bought that like in your late teens. Yeah, it was like eighteen, nineteen. Yeah. Like that. But so what happens is, so the fly goes in, and the fl- uh, Venus flytrap closes over. Fly can't escape, obviously. Then it desiccates it, like takes all the liquid out of it, and then the Venus flytrap opens its mouth and it has like a little. Like fly corpse, like it doesn't eat it, it doesn't digest it. Oh, it's sort of a weird thing. And um, but yeah, obviously Ireland's not the um, climate to be having no. fly traps and stuff like that. But there's also those. Um, so so that like I have to assume that that has in the history of plants mm. existed on a bigger scale, even marginally. So yeah, some sort of it's obviously an evolutionary trait of. And there's those other ones that kind of look like you know bluebells, but they have these like big pink tendrils mm. that you know a fly can catch on the end and literally they will stick to it and kind of suck back up as if you're like a party popper that you just you know dehaled, yeah. <laughs> exhaled, inhaled, inhaled, yeah, dehaled, and now exhale <laughs> and de and dehale. I don't know. I don't know which. <laughs> My head. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, 
Yeah, so it's something that you inhale. Like, mm. you inhale the party popper. Yeah, so it's going to inhale. Yeah, <laughs> there, is, there is some, like, so mad that could plants out there. So, yeah, I mean, so I, I've got more, you know, the, the, the Jiboko tree in Japan. According to folklore, it appears in former battlefields where many people have died, and its appearance does not differ that much from ordinary trees. Wait. <laughs> is that it? No, I just read that word. Uh, since it's uh, since it becomes uh, a yokai tree by sucking up large quantities of blood from the dead, it lives on human blood. When a human happens to pass by, it supposedly captures the victim and changing its branches into the shape of a tube, sucks the blood out of the v- victim. A jibuko uh, that sucks life out of human beings in such a way is said to always maintain a fresh appearance. When a jibuko is cut, blood trickles out. It is that a jibuko branch could heal and decaminate an injured person. I think that's just folklore, but... Hmm. You never know. There could be some sort of vampiric creatures. Uh, could tree be. trees and stuff like that. This, though, is... That's a folklore thing. This thing, though, is real. This is Puya chilensis mm-hmm. from Chile. So this plant is believed to be hazardous to sheep and birds, which may become entangled in the spines of its leaves. If the animal dies, the plant can gain nutrients as the animal decomposes nearby. Therefore, the Puya chinesis has earned the nickname sheep-eating plant. But isn't, like, so all plants take nutrients from decomposing things. So yeah, that's why people shit in their gardens. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Pee, apparently peeing on your plants are really good. That's Cactus looks so healthy. Peeing on your plants? Yeah, apparently peeing on your plants is No, like, peeing kills everything. <laughs> it killed everything. No, peeing is good. Peeing is bad for everything. No, it... I'm pretty sure that if you pee in a plant, it'll it's it's full of ammonia, which is good uh, fertilizer. Okay, let's. Uh, are you are you up for doing a, a, a? Okay, this is what we'll do after the show. We'll go buy two potted plants. Yeah. You piss in yours. Yeah. I'll give mine just regular water. And we'll see no, what but like. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Actually, I will. I'm I'm down for that. Okay. Yeah. Two succulents. <laughs> is that a plant? Yeah, it's type of plant. Uh, sorry, you don't even know the type of plants, and you're. I'm not co- pissing in a fucking you, you're plant. Come at me with your fucking. I'm gonna big come on the dick plant. And you're looking, looking <laughs> this has gotten silly. Yeah. Um, also, you have um, the umdelbi in South Africa. This is the extremely toxic, poisonous plant that um, you have uh, people pulling uh, things like uh, like darts, and no, I'm thinking a different one. No, see, this is a different one. This is a completely different one. This is the one where uh, you have um, extremely toxic, poisonous plant. Um, when damaged, it's reported to release dangerous, caustic fluids. Symptoms symptoms of the tree's poison reportedly include chills, headache, bloodshot eyes, severe pain, abdominal swelling, diarrhea, fever, delirium, death. Like, that doesn't even sound weird that a plant yeah, can do that. To, but, like, it is a bit of a jump from, like, a natural reactive defense to a, an attacking motion, you know what I mean? But this is a this is what what we what we put out here, you know, cards on the table was man eating plant. Man eating money walk. Anyway, yeah, so man eating plant. So man eating plant. Um, oh look, I'm, uh, there is one that I I hope existed that I want it, and it's called the Vatevo. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently, its leaves have such a shape that when the wind blows through it, it says "vatevo," and "vatevo" means uh, "I see you" oh, in Spanish. I see you. So it's like "I see you." No, but like scary, like "I see you." And it, it's uh, it's a bit like a spring trap. So if you get closer to it, trying to figure out where the source of the sound is coming from, that 
the vines snap up and catch Ooh. you in the middle of it. I, that's 100% not true, but I wish it was. This is also not true, isn't it? No. Okay, so what did you give for evidence? This is going to be, <laughs> I say this is going to be the fucking foundation at the bottom. You're not going to like this, Mark Jacob. Mm-hmm. I gave this an evidence of nine. What the fuck? I'm shocked. I knew you wouldn't like it. Why did you give it an evidence of nine? Because I think it exists. I think the feasibility of a man-eating tree exists. I give it a one. How are we going to do this, Tony? Okay, we're going to cut the podcast because me and Tony are going to wrestle for the uh, <laughs> domination. I give it a nine. We do a half. Um, <laughs> one point five. No, look, it's proven to exist. What man eating? Ma- oh, that, so that, that a plant can eat a man. A, no plant can eat a man. A man eating plant. Can if, eat- a, if a man dies beside a tree, granted, it would absorb the nutrients. So yeah. technically, in some mad uh, logical argument that could be used, which you're fucking very really fond of. Um, I'm but, not normally, <laughs> but I like it needs to kill the man to be a man plant, man killer plant. It can kill a man. It can kill a man. All right, I'm gonna go out to fucking Phoenix Park. I'm gonna start a fight with a troll. I'm saying though, but like, is there a breed of man eating plant? Yes. No. None of those plants eat men. They will absorb them. In- if someone went out to the McAneel, yeah, and attacked it, yeah. And then died. Yeah. And then died there. Yeah. And they took the nutrients from it. That would It be... would have been killed in self-defense, but and then absorbed the man. I, c- I will not accept that. I will not accept that a person who dies... Do you not think in any way that there would have been even one of those little pot plants, the one with the big the big tubs look like toilets, yeah. so, that a man would have fallen into? Because there are, there are some Whoa. now... There are some now that are about like three foot tall. If I brought a man in a vegetative state to one of these things and yeah. placed him and he died of some natural causes or something like that and he died, I wouldn't say that plant killed him. I would say the circumstances killed him. But there are... Okay, so look, you have the Puya chilensis, which is the plant that actually is so is so thorny that it actually grabs sheep mm. and so it can't move and then they die and it feeds off its but nutrients. is... Are they an a trap. A, attacking method or is that a defensive method to stop people from eating or, or creatures from eating? Regardless, it? like, I mean, this is not, this is not fucking manslaughter plant. Manslaughter plant. <laughs> this is fucking man-eating Double plant. jeopardy. Um, I, I think you need to give it nine. I'm not going to give it nine. <laughs> I will, I will go up to ma- maximum score. I'll give you four. That's not even half. I'll give you five. Okay. Okay, so you deferred to me? No. You deferred to me there, and I'm going to play the theme. Fuck sake. I defer to you. You have gonna made have such a compelling argument. I defer to you. I'm so dumb. I can't even <laughs> wipe my own ass. I defer to you, I tried to grab my phone, but I'm so dumb I ended up grabbing a cactus. <laughs> I defer to you, I'm gonna hurt myself, I can't be left alone, cause I'm so fucking stupid.
You're going to start choosing outrageous scores just so either I or you defer. I'm not looking to be salacious crumb here. Oh! <laughs> oh fucking hell, the peaked so much. <laughs> anyway, uh, so now move on to cool fact. Cool, baby. I think it's cool. I think it's cool. I think it is real cool. I think the whole idea of a plant uh, willing to fight back is like man against nature, so mm-hmm. it was. Uh, it also is in a lot of media TV tropes, as we've discussed before. Yeah, the happening. Like, the happening. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man, that move. There are forces here beyond our understanding. It's, like, it's the trees. It's oh, like, oh, when there's a the close-up zoom of Matt Damon's face and then a close-up zoom Mark of Wahlberg. a tree. What? Mark Wahlberg. Close-up of uh, Mark Wahlberg's face and then a close-up of uh, Matt, Matt Damon's, Damon's face. face. <laughs> in a tree. <laughs> in a tree. And then they're like, oh, who wears Hugh Jackman? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think it's cool. It's in a load of me tropes. It's in a load of video games. It's mm. in a load of comics. It is. Ents were one. Ents, yeah, Ents. You know, uh, the, well, the said, evil one. The tree that the old attacked. old man or whatever. Oh, yeah. The tree that attacked uh, in Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. Um, Jumanji tree we said again mm-hmm. i think it, i think it's cool it's a it's a trope that is pretty out there but i love it uh, in jrpgs as well attacking trees comes yeah. into it the marlboro or whatever in from final fantasy marble gold marble gold but like it's, it's a trope when i see on screen i'm like i knew it was coming i'm mm. not sad that it's here i'm into it you know just even just trees <laughs> like but a big smacky vine yeah you know? One of my favourite comedy things is when someone walks through a forest, pushes a tree branch out of the way, and then lets it go, and the person behind the him gets slapped. Yeah. Mm. Top 10 comedy moments <laughs> by Mark Jago. I might have to include that on my stage to get some of those people's in the audience's sides making like a tree. And splitting. And splitting. Yeah. And laughing. Uh, I have a sexy little ditty of a trailer, if you'd like to hear that, Mark Jago. Uh, hit me with it. Um, I liked your one last time when it went a bit bloody. It did, it did. So I was going for something kind of... Ah, you listen, you'll hear. From the people that brought you species comes an all-new seductive thriller. My daughter. Yes, father. You must germinate with the human man. Where will I find one, father? Los Angeles. I've heard of trees being thorny, but horny? You gotta be kidding me. I'm the narrator. Hey, I'm new around here. Can you help me out? Uh, you can just get Google Maps. You can just get Google Maps on your phone. But I could really do with some personal assistance. I, I mean, I'm, I'm just in a bit of a hurry. Sorry. You look parched. Would you like to drink from this nectar bowl? Uh, no. No, no, um, no, thank you. Um, I'm it? just. Come, on. Come, come with me. Well, no, you know I've been polite. Uh, you're. Uh, uh, I don't know how you're. You're a tree. You're. I don't know how you. You have a woman's voice. I don't know how that's possible. Um, for a while, you know, I'm. I'm from Ireland. We're not that multicultural. I. I was. I didn't want to offend. I didn't want to risk offending you. I thought maybe you might be a different race of a human. Um, but you're clearly a tree. And. And look, I'm, uh, you know, I'm not exactly, I'm not unattractive, but I'm, I'm, you know, you're coming on very strong. And I think that what's probably going to happen is you're uh, likely going to try and germinate or something with me. Uh, likely have some sort of spores sprout from my body. So, um, so no, thank you. I, again, I hope I haven't offended you. 
Slut tree. <laughs> so, <laughs> guest starring Tony Cantwell as the confused Irishman. <laughs> now that was Hugh Jackman. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very good Irish accent, though. Thank you very much. Oh, I mean Hugh. Jack- yeah, Jackman. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you taking responsibility for your Irish accent? <laughs> no. Um, I love species. I do love species. Also, one of the main reasons for Chupacabra move. Yep. Yeah. Um, I think it's cool. I like it. I give it a... Eight. <sighs> I give it a six. No, you know you know what's going to happen. Come on, you know it doesn't deserve an eight. It's not that cool. I, In my heart of hearts, I know you're true. So I will defer to you. <laughs> Fucking hell. I defer to you You have made such A compelling argument I defer Woo! to you I'm so dumb I can't even wipe my own ass I defer to you I tried to grab my phone But I'm so dumb I ended up grabbing a cactus I defer to you Thank you Mark Jago Cool for six <laughs> Fucking hell. Tony, I w- can't wipe my own arse. <laughs> well, you have showers after you. Sorry. Uh, what are the final, final scores? Score. And I will get up Ben Clifford's Premier Crip and we'll see where this mofucker ranks. Here we go. It's going to be pretty low. Unlucky for some, 13. 13? Yeah. Wow, that puts it second last. What? Over who? What's the last one? The fucking Banyip, mate. We oh, gave yeah. it four across the board. We did not like the Banyip. I don't like Australians in general. Okay, man. Um, and the Tokolosh, who we loved. We loved the Tokolosh. How did it get so low? Tokolosh is only four. Listen, Ben, you fucked us up, man. Like, we can't remember the last scores we gave, but yeah, we gave it 13. This okay. is mad. Uh, seeing this out here, seeing this, you know, we we we, we fucked it. We fucked it. Anyway. Um, Stay tuned for the gritty reboot of Sexy Beasts. <laughs> uh, ben, thank you very much for sending that in. And, uh, my, uh, you know, commiserations to the man-eating tree, uh, which some, a lot of people say when they see me, you know, I eat my meal prep of... Uh, uh, chicken breast and brown rice and then when they see me eating my broccoli they think oh there's a man eating tree uh, man eating tree and one more like you fat bastard <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> okay right. we've got some freaking counters too. here we go jig a little bit of no matter what they tell us Freak encounters. <laughs> oh, brilliant. So again, we got some very nice uh, freak encounters in. If you would like to send them in, please do. Sexybeastpod at gmail.com. And also Instagram, where we get um, where we get some nice ones in via messages. 
So here we go. This one's in from Shane Walsh. Uh, thanks so much, Shane, for sending this in. I've been dying to, to, to read this one out on the show. Uh, and um, this isn't even so much a freak encounter, but this is just a fucked up story that he heard. And I totally commend everyone send those in if you have them. So here we go. Okay. Right. <clears throat> Hi, lads. This isn't a freak encounter that I experienced per se, but it's a good story when I heard it that scared the shit out of me. I heard this story when I was in college in Maynooth. I was also told it by a member of the history department, so you know it's legit. Back in the 1800s, Maynooth was only being used as a seminary. All of the new young men who came to study stayed in a building called Rhetoric Hall for the first few years. They would then move to another dormitory hall and another bunch of budding priests would move into rhetoric hall and so on and so on. Well, there was one priest who was in charge of the new priests, making sure that they went to class, etc. But this head priest began to notice that one of the trainee priests was acting strange, missing mass, not going to lectures, being more reserved. One morning, this trainee didn't arrive for breakfast, so the head priest had enough, stormed up to his bedroom and kicked the shite out of him. But he opened, planned to kick the shite out of him, but he opened the bedroom door and found the young man on the floor of his room with his throat slit and a razor in his hand. The college mourned for the man and closed up his room until the next trainees were due. In the few years, the next batch of trainees arrived and the room had a new occupant. The head priest noticed that the trainee priest in that room began to act strange, just like the last man, when he didn't turn up for breakfast and he feared the worst. He ran to the room to find the second man on the floor, dead again, his throat slit by a razor held in his hand. As they tidied the room up a few days later, they couldn't clean up the bloodstain. When they tried to cover it with a rug, it soaked through. Rumours began to spread that the room was cursed, so the college decided to close the room indefinitely. Twenty years passed, and the room wasn't used. The college were receiving a number of visitors from the Vatican, and they were low on available beds and had nothing for one of the bishop's aides. They decided to use the spare room in Rhetoric Hall. Well, the next day, a trainee priest was walking past the hall, and a man jumped through the glass window from the third floor. He was rushed to the infirmary, and while there, he managed to tell people what happened. He was getting ready for breakfast, was shaving from the wash basin, when he looked up and saw the face of the devil standing behind him, and he told him to kill himself. He said he had no control, and a razor began to bite into his neck. The only way to stop it was to throw himself out the window. The man later died from his injuries. The story spread throughout the college, and the bishops in charge did not believe, and said that he, that he would stay in that room and prove it wasn't a real story. He went in one night, locked the door from the inside, and the trainee said that that night they could hear animal noises and chanting in Latin coming from the room. When the bishop emerged the next day, his hair had turned snow white. He ordered that the that a wall in the room, the wall in the room, be knocked down so it could be converted into a shrine of Saint Joseph. He refused to speak of the night in the room. In the present-day rhetoric house, it's used as offices for departments in the college. But if you look up at the third floor, one of the windows is still boarded up. And when you go inside where the boarded up window is, there's no longer room but an alcove with a statue of St. Joseph and a large desk with a large dark stain on the ground right beside where it used to be the wash basin. Oh! Ooh. I love that. I love that so that much. That is gorgeous. Scary. Cheers. Thanks, Shane. Thanks, Shane. That's really, really good. Love that stuff. Mm. Um, and again, if you want to send in your sexy little ditties, uh, send them in uh, sexybeastpod at gmail.com. Mark... Jago, to close us out, do you have something related to a fucking tree? I do. <laughs> Finally. 
If you don't like how things are, change it. You are not a tree. You're just so sexy. Are you a Loch Ness monster? Or are you Bigfoot, cryptid, supernatural vampires, banshees, Tony and Jago? Oops, there's a Wendigo. Hey, 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 come on after me. Who the fuck said you could laugh at me, smack with me? With a Bigfoot dick you could slap with me? Blasphemy. You could dare come at me with a Bigfoot dick and a Loch Ness monster, pussy. Baby, baby, sexy beast. This has been a Headstuffed Podcast Network. Mark Jago can wipe his own arse. Hang on, no he can't. <laughs> this podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Everything you say to me makes me one step closer to the edge. And I'm about to break. I need a little room to pee. And I'm about to... Dum, 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 dum.